Hi, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of Woke Woke and Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 214th episode of Woken Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woken Free Wednesday, you know that Woken Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week, we are asking the question, can you be addicted to the internet? But before we dive deep into the subject, couple of things to ask or go through first. Have you downloaded this episode on WokenFree.com through the Podbean app? If not, please do, because that's how you're able to join the conversation with your comments. You have to have the app to put in your comments, so please make sure you do that. Now, if you are listening to podcasts on a device where you cannot download more apps, for instance, then make sure that you're followed and subscribed to the show on whatever platforms you're catching this on. So we got to always give shout out to the love we get on iTunes, on TuneIn, on Stitcher, Google Play. Of course, those who subscribe and listen to our YouTube channel, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora. Guys, it's a Woken Free world. So make sure you just find us, subscribe and follow along. Now, of course, when you do go to WokenFree.com, also make sure you click the subscribe to follow the show so that you get notifications about what's going on. And then, of course, on social media, find us at WokenFree on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. Yes, I said TikTok, Pinterest, and LinkedIn. And then, of course, if you have 90 seconds, like 90 seconds, we'd love a review of the show on whatever platforms you're catching this on. So, on our listen tab at welcomefree.com, you can see again all the different places where you can catch a show and we'd love a review wherever you'd like to give it on those platforms. So with that, I'm going to kick it to you, Khalil. All right, I'll take it from here. Before we start the conversation, we'd like to share a little bit about ourselves. This week, we're asking, would you rather hang out with Cookie Monster or Captain Crunch? So Cookie Monster, that's that sesame stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think I've always found that to be deeply disturbing. Really? Uh, as a child, it scared me, and as an adult, it scares me more. So, uh, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, but Captain Crunch also seems scary, even though it's fictional, really? but I think I'd go with Captain Crunch, because I do love the cereal. So you go with the two-dimensional guy instead of the people in costumes. Correct, because again... Or puppets. It's like, I don't know, puppets are a little bit scary. Wow, really? Yeah. Even one that eats cookies. Okay. That's yeah. interesting. And also because that's upsetting because I want the cookies. Well, that's why I actually <laughs> chose Cookie Monster because at least he can find you cookies and he gets you the ones you want to eat. Because he'll he get you your oatmeal them? raisin. Well, yeah, he's a monster, but at least you, okay, can, you can take some from him and eat some as well. You're going to go against a monster for, yeah. for cookies? But you I'm have not, to. I'm not here for that life. Oh, uh, I mean, at least he finds it all. I mean, that's the gotcha. good part. And oh, okay. Captain, all he can do is find, like, the crunch berries. Nice. And I would prefer that. Probably as a child, I would have gone for Captain Crunch because, yeah, them crunch berries are easy. And then you don't have to worry about Cookie Monster. But I think now I'm kind of, like, addicted to cookies, right? Mm-hmm. So the good question to ask is if you could be addicted to cookies, can you be addicted to the internet? Nice transition. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as shared on addictioncenter.com, you're ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> there's some interesting stats that uh, just kind of really I thought were interesting. So they shared that there was data from Pew Research Center that showed that 77% of Americans connect to the internet on a daily basis. So that's pretty interesting. And then uh, for those who, you know, kind of, can you be, to answer the question, can you be addicted to the internet? I think the answer is definitely yes. It's not 
like, I think, accepted across the board. But, you know, they stated in the article, when an action or desire becomes a hindrance and takes precedence over the most important aspects of one's life, like relationships, work and school, it can become classified as an addiction. So internet addiction is yet to be listed in the latest edition of the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, commonly known or referred to as the DSM-5. However, you know, there have been studies that have kind of spoken to and shown this idea that, yeah, people are addicted to the internet. Uh, you know, professionals that do recognize the internet addiction tend to classify it as either an obsessive compulsive disorder or an impulse control disorder to aid in uh, the treatment. And the internet addiction is also called compulsive computer use, pathological internet use and internet dependence. So, uh, and the article actually goes into five different types of internet addiction. I'll just briefly call them out. Cyber sex addiction, net compulsions, cyber online relationship addiction, compulsive information seeking, and then computer or gaming addiction. So yeah, the answer is yes. And it's a varied answer. Some of those I would call a career though. That's amazing. That's what the cyber sex one, right? Yeah. Well, all of them basically. <laughs> all those could be careers. So that's what's interesting about that one. Amazing. But I, I like the definition that encyclopedia.com gave. And they said internet addiction disorder refers to the problematic use of the internet, including the various aspects of its technology, such as electronic mail, email, and the World Wide Web. The reader should note that. Internet addiction disorder, it's not listed in Mental Health Professionals Handbook, as you mentioned, and the Diagnostic and Statistic Manual of Mental Disorders, 4th edition, Mm -hmm. which is also called, like you said, the DSM. Mm -hmm. Internet addiction has, however, been formally recognized as a disorder by the American Psychological Association. Interesting. So if it is declared an actual disorder, I mean, it... I think that we could say it's a problem. Answers, yes, yeah. yeah, because it is, it might not, like, as you said, been mentioned by all. Mm-hmm. They, they don't all consider it a disorder or yeah. an addiction or a real, like a, a thing that stands on its own, but mm-hmm. it, it's recognized by some. So we got to say, yeah, it is, it's, it's a real thing. It does exist. I think the thing is that some people would actually say, it wouldn't be internet addiction that's the actual disorder. They say there's actually underlying disorders that are, mm. and that's what's recognized by more doctors, like just the compulsive yeah, behavior that absolutely. they'll call that the disorder, not specifically the internet, internet addiction. Se, They're yeah. saying you have compulsive disorder, so absolutely. that's what leads to the internet addiction. Gotcha. So then what would you say are the classic traits when it comes to a person having internet addiction or any of the other you know nomenclature that we mentioned? So, Psychom lists some of the symptoms as feelings of guilt, anxiety, feelings of euphoria when using the computer, inability to prioritize or keep schedules, isolation, no sense of time, defensiveness, avoidance of work, agitation, mood swings, fear, loneliness, boredom with routine tasks, and procrastination. So, pretty much everyone's Friday night. Amazing. Amazing. (laughs) Having fun, yeah. Partying. (laughs) Classic. Party hardy. Classic stuff. All right. So, uh, uh, you know, the... Well, uh, that's how you party during a pandemic. You party alone. 
That's I'm not, that I have stuff. no even proper comment for that. <laughs> <laughs> so again, referring back to addictioncenter.com, uh, in 2005, Dr. Keith W. Beard published an article in which he proposed eight characteristics that describe having an internet use disorder. And if five or more of the traits describe the subject, they would be diagnosed with an internet addiction. And so the characteristics, let's see if any of them are different than kind of what you mentioned. So one is a preoccupation with the internet. Uh, second is needs to use the internet with increasing amounts of time in order to achieve satisfaction, has made unsuccessful efforts to control, cut back, or stop internet use, has stayed online longer than originally intended, uh, is restless, moody, depressed, or irritable when attempting to cut down or stop internet use, has jeopardized or risked the loss of a significant relationship, job, or educational or career opportunity because of the internet, has lied to family members, therapists, or others to conceal the extent of the involvement of the internet, and then uh, uses the internet as a way of escaping from problems or relieving a dysphoric mood, e.g. E- feelings of helplessness, guilt, anxiety, or depression. So, like I said, it sounds pretty much like everyone's weekend. So I, nice. I'm not quite sure where that stands for America, but <laughs> so internet <laughs> especially addiction. with the pandemic, I mean, I, I, I would beg that a lot of people have some of these traits going Just on. Just people using the internet then. Pretty much. <laughs> everyone in like a, I don't know, thousand mile radius. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, anybody on social media fits Correct. the categories. Like, Correct. That's pretty common. Wow. So then it begs the question, what are the steps that could be taken to prevent becoming addicted to the internet in the future? If it's, you're not already there. Yeah, I mean, it's actually hard, though, because mm-hmm. everything is online. <laughs> Correct. So what are you supposed to do? Like, these tech companies, they are doing stuff to try to help us with that. They yeah. provide what's called digital well-being tools. Yeah. And it helps you monitor and control your internet use. So they do have some stuff, and I'm going to list Google's actual thing that they do. Oh, okay. They got a system-wide tool for Android phones, and what it does is you can actually pause apps after a set amount of time. You can customize your notifications so you don't get so distracted and you just say, oh, there's a notification. I got to check what's going on. You can Mm -hmm. set a bedtime mode to tell you, all right, it's time to wind down. Mm -hmm. You could also set daily limits for apps so the apps actually won't work after a certain amount of time. Oh, wow. So they have like a, they have other things they do too, but these are some ways that you can kind of curb your addiction using like tech basically to, to stop your internet addiction yeah all of those things would not work well or fare well with my addiction so because yeah uh, i think people would pass. get mad when the app stops working yeah, hard pass you'll say hey why is this app off and yeah, say you've you reached your I time s- limit you know time forbid I, I scream when <laughs> they'll the, tell you the internet's not working and yeah no 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 no, no. you don't that's, want your phone telling you hey that's enough for you that's absurd you've done enough for today nope i'm a grown-up don't tell me nothing even the internet you're going to tell that too no it's it's helpful i think again if it's so for me the internet definitely supplements and helps to enhance my life but if there was ever a point in my life where i felt like the internet was a hindrance like uh some of the traits we mentioned earlier or was preventing me from accomplishing goals then 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 it's time to kind of look get real honest and woken free with yourself and really make that assessment and make some changes. But as of right now, I would say the internet is a wonderful addition to my life. Am I an overuser? Yes. But, uh, you know, I also eat too many cupcakes in my life, right? So, I mean, oh, okay. you know, there's there's a lot of overusage, I think, and things that you could do and not do. So, according to UnstoppableRise.com, they mentioned some things you could do. So, similar to what you suggested, really looking at your time utilization and, uh, and then, you know, maybe using technology 
technology to kind of uh, adjust how you use your time. Uh, they recommend having morning and evening routine protocols. So, <laughs> okay. you know, meaning, you know, should you, the first thing you do out of you get out of bed is look at your phone? Absolutely not. You know, first thing you need to do is go through your gratitude list like Oprah. Guys, there's a reason why she's a billionaire. Uh, <laughs> start your day with a gratitude routine before we get to the phone and get to the email and all of that good stuff. Well, if you want to make sure you collect your rewards for the day. Then you can do that the minute two. Not the first oh. minute. Do your first oh, minute man. with your gratitude and then go to your rewards. You better hope you two. don't you forget then. Yep. Absolutely. Put a reminder in. Okay. <laughs> you emb- uh, Now, this one is, I don't like this word because I think there's no reason for it. Embrace boredom, which I, like I said, I don't like the word boredom because there's so much to learn and to do and to make money. Stop playing games. Like, <laughs> there's, no one should be bored. But at, in this context, they're saying kind of that silent time that quiet time really t- be present in that but i would suggest i, I disagree with that learn unless you're like, meditating yeah you I'm shouldn't like, be just sitting there just correct reflecting without anything i would say exercise or yeah. do some art project or you know sell nfts or you know like do you something can reflect guys. before you go to sleep like i don't know yeah if you just like you're gonna sit there and twiddle your thumbs and just think mm-hmm. about life and what's the meaning of life i don't know that's exactly. weird to me and then this one they say just engaging offline meaning like actually do things like biking or swimming, meeting up with people, God forbid. Uh, <laughs> you know, this COVID world is different. So it's a different type of list you might make for yourself. Yeah. But, you know, there's that. And then start the dopamine detox, meaning, you know, even when it's uncomfortable. And we've all been there where you want to be on social media, but you don't. But then you get kind of get this withdrawal feeling. Commit to it, right? Like give yourself that hour before you go to bed and don't be on social media. And don't, you know, and even if it is uncomfortable at first... The more you do things, right, you have to do things for 21 days straight to create a habit. And so if you can do that, then you can uh, really make some changes with your life. And, you know, my other suggestion is just also just give yourself grace, right? Like, as someone who, like, I I would say probably have an addiction, but I, I don't I don't see it as a hindrance in my life. So it's not something I'm going to correct at this stage. But uh, I do thoroughly enjoy being on the Internet pretty much every hour of the day. Uh, well, that's the problem. Like even financial things are based upon online, the internet. Yeah. So you gotta. I mean, you could not use it. You could try to do everything offline, but it's going to make everything harder. harder. Yeah, everything harder, and also unsecure, right? Or less yeah. secure. So to say, oh, you know, I, I got to store everything as cash, and I have to go to the bank in person mm-hmm. all the time. I'm not going to do any transactions online. Like that's yeah. really tough. I would just say, just look, just that's be honest I, with yourself, yeah. and like, do you feel like your connection or utilization of the internet is making your life harder? Or worse if it's making it harder then do something about it right but if and definitely check out the resources we mentioned today as well as the links on the episode on welcomefree.com but if it's not then this is just a good conversation to just you know ask yourself the question ponder are you addicted to the internet i, I think yeah you could think are you addicted to the internet and what kind of internet habits would i want to change because because mm. yeah there's the problem that i remember once the internet was more fleshed out and we got stuff like wikipedia is everybody's done it where you just start reading a one article and you go down a rabbit hole and yeah. it's like hours later and you're like, wow, what and did I just control, do? Yeah. And why was I reading about That's you know, challenging. where the first bunny came from? Like, <laughs> how's that helping anything in life? Like that happens, but see, you got to learn how to change habits like that. Don't Correct. get sucked down the rabbit hole. And now so you have social media. Get sucked down the scroll, my whole list of posts kind of thing. Or like, wall. yeah, like losing, like when we, Get when I first got on TikTok, post. I definitely would lose You're hours just to scroll, it. scroll, scroll so, yeah, and yeah. see so all this stuff. So now I've been able to consuming, change. Consuming, 
listening. change that behavior thanks to having a child. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he uh, definitely takes priority over TikTok uh, scrolling. But yeah, exactly. Like, That's what you are you be careful of. And are there behaviors you'd want to change? And then get really honest and clear with yourself and, and get to work, right? Like the same way you got addicted is the same way you can change that addiction. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's the, what's the, what's the scenario? It is scenario time. Scenario one. Aquila is a real estate agent who constantly checks her phone to communicate with clients and associates. She even takes showers with her phone so she does not miss anything. Would this be a possible sign that she has IAD, Internet Addiction Disorder? Absolutely, and I wonder how bad her phone smells like that. It's just like if she's taking it everywhere, I just feel like it's just oh really in a bad. Well, it situation. has like it lots has of bacteria germs on it, on that but she dog. takes it in the shower, so she might put soap on it and clean it off. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. She might do mm. that. Mm. She definitely does. I understand oh, wow. that. I definitely understand the motivation, right? Because as a real estate agent, you know, time is money for you and you don't want to miss deals. And with real estate, especially with COVID right now, uh, we haven't even really gone into it too much uh, on the show here. But, you know, property prices are crazy. Bidding wars are nuts, out of control. So, you know, when you have a deal, you got to make sure you're on top of it so that you don't lose out and miss out. So she does have to be keenly acute into every message and every response but she also has to have a healthy work-life harmony situation so that is uh something she's going to need to deal with because as much as it is important for her to be aware of everything going on transaction wise you can't be so connected because what if you go in a zone where you have no internet you're gonna like your brain's gonna pop like you gotta be able to detach right healthy boundaries all right so i, I don't know if she has this disorder because i think i think it's just business so she's just Okay. Taking her business with her everywhere she goes. I think she's addicted to work, to be honest. Oh, okay. You would go that way. Interesting. But, but right. I mean, we don't know how, what she's like doing on her phone because yeah, she's communicating with clients, but is she yeah checking like her social media feed mm. constantly? But either way, I don't know. This is hard to tell, to be honest. You need I, more information. I, I couldn't say. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. I would. I would think she's not addicted to the internet. Okay. Scenario two: Joshoy argues that one might be obsessed with the internet, but that is not. The health disorder. He thinks people that claim to have the disorder are wrong and should admit that they have another mental health problem. Does Joshoi have a point or should he keep his opinions to himself? Yeah, so Joshoi should listen to our episode. I believe it's 198 about solicitation of un- unsolicited advice because nobody's asking Joshoi nothing. And then secondly, unless Joshoi is a medical professional who uh, specializes in mental psychosis and internet addiction as well as other mental health disorders, again, shut your trap hole because you know you need to come from a place of education and knowledge and wisdom before you speak on something. So that's my salty answer there. Uh, <laughs> oh, all right, wow. Just tell them to keep it yeah, quiet. Yeah, just keep it to yourself. And then secondly, you know, I think with anything in science, you know, sometimes we make a de- declaration and we say, oh, it's this way. And then five years later, it's a different way. And, well, and things so, can be proven wrong. Yeah. Correct. So at the end of that the day, cool. does he have a point that maybe the underlining obsession is what's driving the internet disorder, not an uh, internet compulsion, not necessarily an actual addiction to the internet, but maybe you have a compulsive disorder and you're, you, the tool or mechanism of your disorder that you're playing out is with the internet. Possibly it could go either way, but at the end of the day, the point is, you know, unless somebody's coming for you and asking you questions, keep it to yourself and, you know, be a blessing. Thank okay. you. Mm-hmm. And your thoughts? My thoughts are he should not talk to people about this because they probably will attack him with physical violence. Nice. That's my thing. 
because people don't like to be told their business. Even yeah. if he's right or wrong, it doesn't matter. I just think he's going to get people really mad and they're going to come for him. So That's hilarious. Keep your body safe and don't try to tell people what's going on in their mind because they're going to come for you real hard. <laughs> what's going on in your mind? Yep. Don't do it. Like That's I just I just warn for I'm just going to keep him safe. I'm, I'm worried for his personal safety I'm not. in the situation. My whole thing is you, you're grown up, so whatever uh-huh. you put out in this world, be prepared to take it right back. <laughs> And so if you want to come sideways to people, people will come sideways to you. Wow, okay. So you got to understand that. You have to teach KJ that too. You can't just come up on people and just be crazy and then be like, why are they crazy with me? Are you crazy? You came crazy to them. But but people will elevate stuff. They escalate things. As we have an episode about de-escalation strategies and techniques. People escalate. They say, you started here. I'm going to start here. So you came to me and so here's my gun. Uh, and it's un- and it's really unfortunate, yeah, because we live in the world where yeah, people will shoot first and greed later. Yeah, uh, and that's a real crazy. They can situation. shoot you first and greet you later. Yeah, I mean it's a real wild wild west, but that's unfortunately a part of the world you live in. So when you understand the rules of engagement, play the game. Wow, <laughs> play the game correctly, guys. If that's what you think, I mean, wow. That's... I don't think we should be responding to people in that way. I do not think violence is ever the answer. I do not think even if someone is out out of their mind with you you should never physically have an altercation with them of course yeah. not but be prepared to understand that that is the world you live in so well yeah people take those words personally correct they take it to heart and they're gonna show you and that they shoot you they're gonna put or you in, they're you gonna or, put you down <laughs> like we I'm have, put a, you we down have an upcoming episode about that it's gonna be really interesting we can't wait for people to to hear about that actually scenario three natalyn works at a sports line marking company and uses a work phone that blocks all access to the internet the company doesn't allow their employees to carry personal cell phones while on jobs so natalie does not access the internet at all during the day as soon as she gets home though she is on social media until she goes to bed is it possible that she is addicted to the internet Oh, that's an interesting uh, scenario. I would say no in this case because it sounds like Natalyn is actually just trying to uh, uh, kind of co- like what's it not compromise, but like she's shifting her sh- her time that she normally probably would be on social media, which is a lot of times people do that throughout the day, whether it's their lunch break or in the morning or whatever. And because she probably is working a full day and like you said, technologically doesn't even have access to it. She's just comp- compensating that she's compensating for the fact that this is the only time of the day she's able to tap in. So she's tapping in, you know, that's All what right. I think. At that's least. interesting. All right. I-, I would say she is addicted to the internet because she's doing the social media until bedtime. I don't know that that to me just seems excessive, but that's coming from me. I think I, I could be wrong, but okay. I would think that it's something to look at because she can look at it for maybe an hour or so, but I don't know what's the right amount. That's the thing. What's the amount of time that you spend on social media that would decide you're addicted to the internet? The, so amount, I don't know. the amount that <laughs> See, would that, be determined that would, if you could be utilizing time for something else and you chose not to. But so you for always instance, can do that. Okay, then. So that's why I think the addiction is always like a possibility for most people, actually. But only if, what if you only use it an hour? Then you're not addicted. Yeah, no probably matter what. not. Probably not. Yeah, but if you're <laughs> if you use it for four hours, which so four many hours of us do, yeah. And four b- hours. but to your point, if you only have four hours bef- before when you have to go to bed and you use all four on social <laughs> yeah, see, media, then I would say that that's indicative of a problem. Yeah, that's right? why but I think you, is But an if issue you here. had seven hours before you go to bed and you use four. Is that necessarily? Not necessarily, right? Because what yeah. if a part of, maybe she has a side blog that she's working on, so she needs to engage. That's possible. What if she also, is, that's the only way she communicates with her family? I mean, you know, there's But would so, bloggers be considered addicted to the internet if it's their job? 
No, so right? Unless you are using the time beyond. The so if you're spending t- 24 hours a day and you're on the internet and social media for 19, probably, right? But like, if it's seven, no, because <laughs> that's your job. Okay. But, you know, this conversation is, uh, you know, getting my blood boiling because I'm, oh. I feel a little shaded. <laughs> I'm no, slighted. I'm shaded. I'm kidding. No, but I do feel like people might get in their feelings a little bit from this. <laughs> oh, of course they will. They're like, I'm definitely not addicted. Yeah. So, I do all those things, but so I'm not addicted. Our woken free disclaimer is don't be in your feelings. <laughs> and remember, not every, not every scientist recognizes it Correct. as an actual disorder. So and understand that this that's is, what's nice this is a woken free conversation, which means we want to hear your side of the conversation so if you're like y'all don't know nothing or y'all are coming at this all differently or you have a different perspective you want to add to it you know what you need to do you need to get the podbean app and be able to add in your comments because that is what woken free is all about you know being able to have a conversation and it looks like unfortunately or fortunately depends on where you're coming from on that (laughs) it is the the coming to the end of our 214th episode of woken free This was quite the episode asking and answering the question, can you be addicted to the internet? So, you know, with that, what do you have to say, Kalil? What I will have to say is come back next week for the new Woken Free Wednesday episode. Mm -hmm. And then you probably should follow us on social media (laughs) because then you can follow along in the conversation and tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. Absolutely. For guests or those interested in collaborating, always find us on our contact us page at WokenFree.com. And of course, all our social media channels are listed on the About Us page at WokenFree.com. And that is W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. And guys, if you are also interested in any sponsorships or any type of, uh, you know, collaborations uh, that you're like, well, maybe they would be interested in that. Please don't forget the contact us page at WokenFree.com is the best place to reach us at. And if you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Until next time. There's no way to be addicted to Woken Free. But maybe there is.